welcome to Grace to Gather podcast. At Grace to Gather, our goal is to foster the art of hospitality in such a way that we are building community, strengthening marriages and families, serving one another, and most importantly, creating an atmosphere where deeper relationships can thrive. Now, please join us for this week's episode with Damon and Neva. Hi, I'm Damon. And I'm Neva. Welcome to Grace to Gather. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, it. speaking of the day, it is the day. This is what we're talking about today, the day of the event. And because you've planned so well in advance, like we've been talking to you about, the day of the event is going to be awesome. Okay, so here's my question for you. Are you ready for the day of the event? Am I ready for the, are you Are you being specific about the day of this upcoming event? Yes, I, what, am. <laughs> I am. Are you ready for your youngest daughter's wedding day? Yes. Yes, I am. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, and that's a good thing. <laughs> Not like we're trying to like boot her out of the house or anything, but uh, um, no, I am. Yep. It's, you know, I've been, I've been through this before and it's, it's, uh, um, it's, you know, this is, a, this is a natural occurring thing, you know, in in life. So I'm ready for it. Yeah, we're it's super excited. It's going to be a really great day. Yeah. Um, so as Damon said, we're going to be talking about the day of the event. The day has finally arrived. And how are we going to, um, you know, work through this day to continue to accomplish what our goals are for our event? Yeah. 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 Yeah, and like I said, be, and because of your proper planning and preparation ahead of time, the day of should be pretty smooth and you know um, uneventful of, apart from the event, correct? And so it's it's a time to enjoy, you know, all the the preparation that you put into it. Now enjoy, enjoy the day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a few tips for the day of um, that I'm going to share with you that I do. Um, and the first one is get up early. And so whatever time I think I need to get up in order to be, you know, dressed and ready and, and on task by, I get up an hour earlier than that. And I do that um, purely for the reason of being able to take the time um, in the quiet, you know, of our home to go over my list one more time and to just make sure that everything is covered, to make sure I haven't missed anything and um, to feel really secure about, you know, what I'm walking into in that day. Well, but I think even above that is, is getting up and, and just preparing um, yourself, preparing your heart, preparing your mind, you know, making sure that, even though it's a, it's a, it's, you know, it's the day of the event, you're, you're still prioritizing, you know, time with God, uh, time for yourself in the morning, um, because this day is going to come and go and then you're going to, you're going to still going to have tomorrow and the next day. Right. So make sure that you still take that time in the morning, um, to just keep your heart prepared, keep your mind prepared, um, for whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so like Damon said, um, because of our pre-planning, everything should be fairly simple. I really should be able to step into this day and just be overseeing that the plan is being accomplished. So um, today we're going to follow each timeline list 
and everyone will have their specific tasks to accomplish. So I'm going to, you know, as I walk out the door, I'm going to have a notebook or I'm going to have a clipboard that has all of my lists and, and everything of note that needs to happen throughout the day all in one place. And um, when I get there, I'm going to have extra copies for my team so they can see the timelines and they can know what to expect as the day unfolds. And everybody, I'm going to give them to my family. I mean, everybody's going to know how this event is going to go, where they're expected to be when, and, you know, where there's going to be food when, and every little detail, where they need to park. It's all going to be right in front of them. So it's very easy and simple to follow. Yep. And because you've communicated so well with your team, they're just going to make it happen. Yes. And so since we're ready to go, um, you know, we're just going to tackle whatever pops up and and it's going to be a great day. Yeah. So, so okay. So there are going to th- be things that pop up, right? There's going to be some unexpected challenges or, or occurrences, right? So, um, so what are some of those things, honey, that might interfere with, with the day? Yeah. Yeah, there are going to be problems. Yeah. <laughs> there are always problems. Um, so I'm going to give you a list of, of things that we have run into. And I think that most things fall under one of these um, bullet points if you have a problem, you know, in your day of event. Um, so the first one is that people don't show up on time. And I can pretty much guarantee you that someone's not going to show up on time. It just is what it is. And so, again, going into it, knowing that is going to help you be sure that things are covered. And, um, you know, if um, you have backup plans in relationship to, you know, let's say somebody's coming and they're going to be, you know, doing um, a large part of the... um, table setup or the decor or, you know, whatever they're, they're, they're coming in on that and something happens in their day and they end up running an hour behind. Well, you're probably not going to wait for them to show up to get that started. Um, because if you did, then your whole day would be an hour behind. Right. Exactly. So, so you're going to stop and look at your list and you're going to look at, okay, so how do I, um, take some people and get this done now? And then what are we going to do when that person gets here to use that time wisely, right? So you're just going to figure out how to how to swap, shift, change things around a little bit because you have a little bit of a um you know, bump in your timeline. Yeah, yeah. So you should have plenty of time to figure it out if you prepared well. And and uh like we talked about last week, um the weather can be an issue, especially if you're doing an outdoor event, but um but you've already planned in advance, right, for what you're gonna do uh if there are weather changes or, or things that, that um cause delays or or whatever. So Sure. Mm-hmm. And if you're preparing the food for your event, you know, we've certainly had lots of things happen where our food is compromised for one reason or another. And we find a component of our menu or a part of that, you know, just isn't going to be servable. And, um, you know, you just toss it out and move on. I mean, if it's a if it's a main dish and it is going to significantly impact how you feed your people, well, then you're at a place where you just need to think outside of the box and you need to ask yourself, you know, if, if it's a barbecue and our um our, you know, barbecue sliders, the the 
meat for that, you know, burnt in my crock pot because I wasn't paying attention to it. And so I no longer have meat for my sliders. Somebody's going to the store and they're getting hot dogs and buns. You know, I mean, you're just going to make it happen. You're not going to stress over the fact that your yummy sliders are gone. You're going to say, okay, I have people to feed and I need it quick. I need to quickly be feeding them. And so, you know, the rest of your menu plan is, is, is on track and you're serving good food and you're serving hot dogs too. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Right. So it's like, don't stress it. I mean, everybody's going to be okay. It's, it's only if you make a big deal out of it, that it's going to be a big deal. So you just need to be, you know, prepared to quickly look at how do I replace this quickly? Who am I sending? What are they getting? And how fast can we make it happen? Right. And and for all these things that come up, um, if you're prepared and you've 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 done your planning, um, then there shouldn't be any panic, right? Because when if there's panic, then everybody's panicking okay so you as the coordinator the the host whatever you you've prepared you prepared your team so as these things come up everybody should should know what you know what how they're going to handle it um quickly and without panic because you know things just come up sometimes so yeah yeah mm-hmm. which kind of the um the next one that i have is where panic can really enter in and that's if somebody gets hurt and you know we've had a few instances um where that where we've been at an event or where you know something has happened in our event where somebody was hurt can you remember well, I mean, one event that we were at, I, I remember um, it was it was a wedding, and um, one of the uh, children, uh, like six or seven years old, reached across uh, the table to uh, to get a treat and put their arm over a candle, and it caught the sleeve of their of their dress shirt on fire, and I mean, it was put out really quickly. Um, he had, but he had just, a minor burn. Yes, and, but yeah. it was it was just a. He was was screaming. He was screaming. (laughs) And there was panic. (laughs) There was panic everywhere. Right. Right. But, uh, but it was all handled, you know, very quickly and, uh, and with no, you know, no major injuries at all. So, right. Right. But, you know, it, I mean, it makes me now stop and really think about my placement of candles or fire. And, well, especially if you're going to have small children uh, of any age around, you really need to be thinking about that, um, in your decor, in, in, you know, if you're going to have knives on tables and things like that, you need to be aware uh, that there's going to be children around um, and, and keeping a, a, a child safe zone. So yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, we had a, um, a birthday party. It was just uh, our daughter's birthday party um, one year and we were all outside and um, all of a sudden we heard a, a car crash that sounded like it was right at our driveway. And I mean, it was metal screeching. It was, it was, you know, it was a panic moment again because it was just right outside. And um, we, you know, ran down there and, and what had happened is um one of the girls' sister was bringing her, and as she was turning into our driveway, someone um, somebody tried to go around her tried and, to go and, around and, and hit her <laughs> and hit her. Yeah, and you know, so it was it was a panic trauma moment, and it you know, and again, it's it, so much of how things unfold um, are impacted by how you 
respond. Right. And, exactly. you know, and that was, there were a lot of parents here, you know, dropping off their kids and visiting and, you know, because it was all the parents, you know, we just, we helped and, and, you know, everybody kind of did what they needed to do. Damon, I think you went down with the guys and, and helped get it off the street, off the main highway yeah. and waited for yeah. the police to come and, you know, to identify if we needed an ambulance and just all of those things. Which thank God we did not need any kind of ambulance. There was no, there was nobody hurt in the incident, but right. it was just, it was just scary for it the, was, for the young uh, teenager. For everybody. So. It was going to be for yeah. all the parents too. It was, yeah. it was just yeah. a, you know, a panicky type of, of an event. And so, you know, things do happen. And if you are just, you know, even in your mind, you know that sometimes things happen and you're, you're alert and aware and paying attention. You can very quickly get on top of the, the mood if something does happen so that the entire event doesn't fall into a place of panic that completely changes the atmosphere. Right. Yeah. If, if you stay calm. It's the likelihood everybody else is going to stay calm. Right. And a lot of the time you actually can manage it with nobody else knowing. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and so th- that's where just as being the host and being aware of what's going on, you can probably see something that happens before anybody else and mitigate um, any kind of panic or fear that could come around that scenario. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that really is your worst case for an event. Um and it's, you know, fortunately not something that we've had to, that we've encountered really beyond that one. But yeah, but it does happen. It does happen. So, okay. You have on here, um, <laughs> what if someone decides to do their own thing instead of following the plan? Yeah. Yeah. That happens too. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's, I feel like it's usually, it was always my mother. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was always, you know, somebody who, you know, in my family who decided they were just, you know, going to do whatever they wanted to do. Um you know, and, and for me, that's probably one of the most frustrating things because... Well, it's frustrating for everybody because, uh, yeah, they just end up getting, causing problems and all, all across the board, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, day of... Um, Straight jacket, that's all I got to say. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> day of event, um, you know, that's where you really have to pick your battles and you really have to kind of identify... You know, we talked about this a little bit a few weeks ago, but, you know, how can you um, how can you get this person on board with something that allows them to do what they want to do, but doesn't necessarily completely redo your, you know, table decor or redo, um, you know, how you make your baked beans or, you know, I don't know. I mean, you just so you've got to. You got to be willing to have the grace to let the person contribute in a way that they want to contribute. But the. um, willing to confront the issue in a way that that doesn't completely, um, you know, waylay all of your plans. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or detract from, from what's going on. Um, you want, you know, you don't want to make, you don't want to make a scene bigger than, yeah. than, you know, what the person's doing. Right. So, um, so again, just, you know, preparedness and uh being calm yeah. is is uh, goes a long way. So. And if that person is someone who's just trying to push your buttons because some of us have relationships in our life like that if you know if they're really good at pushing your buttons and they're coming in and 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 doing what they're doing in part just to um do that a little bit then I would really suggest that you have somebody that is neutral try to step in and you know, um, 
encourage them to help them somewhere else or, um, you know, take them over to show them something and give them a drink. I don't know. You know, it's like really, you know, how can you, how can you, um, redirect? It's like, you know, a small children redirecting is king. If you can redirect before a tantrum happens, then you've won. Right. right. So kind yeah. of the, the, the same scenario, if you know that your blood's going to boil a little bit, then that's maybe where you want a team member that's going to come along and just help redirect. Yeah. But not only that, I mean, you, you probably sh- sh- would have identified, you know, that in choosing your team to begin with so that, so you shouldn't have somebody, you know, that's going to go their own way because you've carefully selected the team, um, and, and communicated well with them. So, um, so if you, if, if there's somebody there, it's just going to be malicious. Well, that, that was, that was just a miss on, on your part for choosing them to be a part of your team. Sure. I mean, unless it's a family member that <laughs> yeah. isn't on the team, but comes in and wants yeah, that, to do that, what they want to do. That's true. Yeah. Right. And then, so, and then that can get again, a little straight jacket. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I suggest you go with my tips, not Damon's, yeah. <laughs> in relationship to uh, dealing with possible family members yeah. in this type of a situation. Um, and the next thing on here is, uh, and this is probably, if it's a family event, uh, this is probably going to happen, is that somebody's going to get their feelings hurt or get angry, okay? I mean, that. I mean, when you're in family, there's, you know, emotions can run high. Um, doesn't normally happen at at other events, but you know, when you're doing a family event, somebody's going to get upset. I mean, it's just, it's going to happen. So, yeah, I think if you can react kind of like we just talked about, you know, um, with somebody that wants to do their own thing, if you have a family member that has their feelings have been hurt and, you know, they're kind of letting people know that their feelings have been hurt. Um, that's a great opportunity for, you know, the person who is calm and kind to come alongside that person and, you know, be their ear, listen to them and, you know, encourage them and, you know, just kind of, you need that one person and you know who that one person is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Kindness and mediation go a long way uh, to dispelling, you know, hurt feelings or anger. Right. Right. And if you're not the right person, don't do it. Yeah. You know, if you're not the right person, don't go have that confrontation um, because then it's just going to blow up more. And, you know, in relationship to angry, if somebody, you know, spouts off in a way that is inappropriate or they've drank too much or, you know, something like that has happened again, identifying, you know, who the best mediator is, who's the person that's going to be able to quickly redirect the situation in a positive way so that it doesn't expand. And you're going to know who that person is too. Um, yeah, you know, and it's, again, it's just being willing to think ahead. And sometimes when it comes to family, we have patterns of behavior, you know, or with siblings or, you know, just close family where somebody reacts one way and then another person reacts another way and they're all known patterns and they all end up in the same cycle. And so you can look in and, and, and know how that happens in your family. And if you do that, then that's going to enable you to have a plan on if so-and-so does this, you're just going to ask, you know, this person to come over and kind of redirect them. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what? Okay. Hey, let's go do this or, you know, whatever to try to get them off. But if, if you don't want a person who's going to perpetuate that problem to be the one doing it. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, next thing is something is forgotten. Well, if, if you followed your list, then nothing should have been forgotten. Right. So if, if something was forgotten, 
nobody knows about it but you um because the important things will not have been forgotten correct so um it's forgotten move on right i mean if your timeline allows and it is an important detail you know then then your timeline should save you to send someone to grab what you need um you know if it's a an item or um something along that line but most likely whatever was forgotten isn't that important anyways right, right. um there's not enough food or drink Sometimes you can't control that. You've, you've, you know how many people um, are supposed to be coming. If more people come than those that have RSVP'd, um, and we talked about this, uh, at, I think during the the preparing your or planning your food episode, uh, where you want to have you know maybe ten percent more or twenty percent more than than what you expect uh, are going to come. So you've got that little bit of buffer. But if you run out, I mean. Yeah. You run out. I mean, that's, <clears throat> there's nothing much you can do about that. So. If it's a catered event and you have 120 people coming, then you can easily bump that up to 125, which is going to give you margin um, and be sure that you have enough food, but not hopefully too much too food. much yeah you don't want a lot of waste but but you want to have enough right so. and if it's an event that you are doing yourself you're providing the food um one of the things that we do for a lot of our events is we have a main meal and then we also will do um hot appetizer dips and chips and they're really fairly inexpensive you know we've got like a three um section crock pot and we fill those things up and so um, that does two things. One is, you know, people stay longer and munchies come back around a few hours later. We've got something that's already ready to go and people are, you know, going to snack on it. Two, if it looks like people are going through the food really fast, we can put that out and they incorporate it in and it reduces how quickly the mains go because now they're also eating chips and dip, you know, so right. mm -hmm. that's a real easy um little tip for an at-home large event, you know, that you just kind of have this thing set aside. And and a lot of the time for us, events are around holidays. And so if we end up with a lot of that dip left, our family is generally out by the pool eating it the next day. Yep. <laughs> you know, so um, so yeah. it's, you know, and again, it's, it's from a cost perspective, it's not overly expensive, but if you can just kind of have some things, you know, even just big bags of pretzels or, you know, something that you're, you're putting out in addition so that people are filling their bellies. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully none of these issues will arise uh, at your event. Um, but being prepared in advance on, as to how you're going to handle these things goes a long way to um, avoiding any kind of panic or, you know, drama um, at the event. So now put a smile on your face. Enjoy the time with your family or your guests and have fun. That's because what's the point of an event if you're not going to have fun, right? So when you're the event coordinator, you just have to, once the event starts, you have to not let anyone see you sweat and just be prepared to calmly go through the night and not allow little things to frustrate you or upset you and enjoy your guests, enjoy your time. And, um, you know, it'll be a great night. Yes. Yes. It'll be a great night. That's all we have for today on Grace Together. Thank you for joining us as always. And please like and share us on social media. We will see you next week. Thank you for joining us on this journey of hospitality. Please like, follow, and share us on social media. 
For more information, you can also check out our website at gracetogather.com. Join us next Wednesday for another episode of the Grace Together podcast.